everyone. Welcome back again to the Iconist Podcast, all about the Saturday Love bonus episode. Let's do right. it. So, uh, you know, here's part two of what we were talking about before. Uh, thank you for staying tuned. And once again, I am Barry3D Carter, and on my side is who? DJ Rod C. DJ Let's do it. Right. And you know the rundown. I was going to give it to you as usual. Right. Uh, big shout out to Touch of Grey Comedy. Those are my boys. And that's uh, Zolf Ali, Thomas Patrice, Dave Sokolowski, and myself. And you can find us on YouTube. Links at the end of the video. That's for sure. Um, big shout out to Back to the Balcony. Thank you for having me on as a guest. And that's my boy Jimmy English talking about all movies all around the world, that all different times and different best comedians and, and friends of the show. Uh, I was on there a couple of times, so looking forward to going back again. And please, I've let, go and check out the show. There's more than one show you can support. You don't have to just be loyal to one. Be loyal to all. Um, you know, I want to give a big shout out also to uh, Check Swings, uh, you know, Cards and Comic Books in Montreal, just off of Tauscher Boulevard, and out in Kitchener, Wow Comics. So if you want to check out those two places, let them know we're friends of the show. They're friends of the show, so and we you can see us there when we're in those respective towns. You know, so. Tell Trevor at Check Swings we said hi, and Wes over at Wow Comics brings us down to uh, my boy Wayne Tennant. He's got his album on Spotify. My mm-hmm. uh, track is Vapors, and you know you can find it on Spotify. The name of the album is Curfew Flowers. Wayne is funky. Go on, Wayne, with your bad self. And last but not least, the man that makes us look so pretty, the one and only. Who are we talking about, Rod? Jay Bird. Jay Bird Digital. Digital Arts. You need a template. You need any kind of medium. Uh, you know, you need you need logos and posters or, or, or anything for your channels or anything you want to do. Jay Bird Digital Arts is the way to go. Friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Tell him you heard him here. You can find all my links, battery3d.com. Uh, on my website, you can find all my social media and everything else that I do and I'm attached to it. And there's a flow code at the end of the video to kind of sum all that up for you. But that's that's an easy way. And Rod, where can we find you? What? Where can you find me? Where can you I find think you? you can find me. You think you can find me? Okay, you know where you can find me? You can find me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just I, I just follow me. Let's do the pause. You can find me on Instagram at Mr. Rod C. Definitely can find me up in there. Uh, you can definitely find me, you know, pass through, hit me, follow, follow you back. Listen, we're going to have some fun with that. Definitely find me on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash DJ There you go. Listen, as I always say, come through. Make sure you just, you know, come on through. Check me, you know, check me out, you know, do a little check in and checking in and just say, hey, I saw you. I followed you from Iconis. Like, perfect. Appreciate it. Give you some love back and give you a shout out on, online, you know. But this is it. Find me up there. This is where we are, man. This is where I am. Let's go. Bam. Boom. So thank you. If you listened to part one, here's part two of Saturday Love. Mm. We're filming this on a Saturday. We had to split it up in two because it would have been overly long. And, you know, we, we, we like to keep it to a certain time frame. We're, we're trying. We're trying. We're growing. <laughs> so on part one, we were just ending off with Rod talking about his points on, um, you know, we're talking about all couples that are important in all the media, right? doesn't matter if it's Marvel, mm-hmm. DC, hero, villain, if it's on TV as a supernatural show or anything that falls into that medium. Right. Rod was just ending off his points with on the last show with Wonder Woman and Steve Trevor. And I brought in Trevor Barnes, another person who dated Wonder Woman. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I no powers. These two guys, none of them had any superpowers. Uh, Steve Trevor was a, a white guy, but then Trevor Barnes was black. So it's like, okay, Wonder Woman is... is, is She's open-minded and all that. And, and that was nice to see his representation as a black person seeing, okay, well, you could be a normal guy. And I, and I was making my joke, and it still stands that Barry Carter could have dated Linda Carter back in the day. Right on. Right on. Yeah, that would have been awesome. And wouldn't even have to change the last name. Wow. So true. Oh, so right? true. Right? Mm-hmm. So I know you had a kind of a, a, a thought there. What's, what's your thought there? Or you, or you had a segue for something going on Sorry, so I was segueing off in regards to, you know, your thing about, you know, Black History Month and everything on that regard. So right. I was going to go with Luke Cage and Jessica Jones. Now, these couples is um is very unique. And kind of like I say with the last one in regards to, you know, you're having people with, you know, the last one I was just talking about Steve Trevor and Wonder Woman and, and in regards to the dynamics of the relationship right. is, you know, it's not always, you know, 
you know, you know, sunshine and roses and stuff like that. Luke mm-hmm. Cage and Jessica Jones was was a great was a great connection in regards in the sense that they basically were the ones that also. Uh, um, what's the word I'm trying to say, Lord? I'm just trying to say the right one. It's basically they they complemented each other. Yes, Luke yes. Cage. Luke Cage was always the very both nearly hot headed. Yeah. Uh, Luke is more a little bit more hot headed than than, yeah. than the yeah. norm. Yeah. Um. But then you got Jessica Jones. You know, she's basically the detective in you know in Hell's Kitchen, if I remember correctly, in that yeah. Harlem. Sorry, it was in Harlem, and in that area. But Luke Cage. Um, they've had their, they basically had the, you know, the, the relationship was, was great. They had the ups and downs, you know, like any relationship. But the great thing about it is that they've always written them in that saying, like, you know, we're going to work, we're going to work through this. You have your issues, you have your insecurities, you know, people and stuff like that was great. And it was all sunshine. And then sometimes it's like you had the ups and downs, they had the highs and lows. Right. But what I liked about it is that they still, it made the, those characters were very real. People can definitely read it and have some type of, connection point to it to realize like you know what yeah my life is i might be going great and sometimes i don't have you know good good you know something is up and down and up and down and have to have characters that you can read and relate to was was a beautiful thing so i've always liked i've always liked that that connection with them because luke was always very he may be flamboyant you know this is definitely after the you know, higher, you know, um, dial, you know, higher for, oh my God, I'm, I'm heroes thinking, for hire. Heroes for hire. I'm trying to go power and I'm like, think, why am I saying no, not power? Heroes for power. Thank you. <laughs> heroes for hire. Sorry. Right. right. But from that time frame, after that, when you're connecting with Jessica Jones and everything it was more settled and it was more realistic, they definitely wrote in a lot of realistic type of drama yes, and realis- realism into their relationship and let people know that, you know, things can, you know, this is real, and and we can actually talk about it and basically light show send a uh, open up a light, focus a light on scenarios that's happening in real life. So I've always liked it because of that. Cool. Of that. Yeah, I hear you. All right, and 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 see, segueing into that. So you see, how it's going to go, everyone. It's going to just one waterfall into another one. One power couple that I liked, and this is within mm-hmm. Marvel. And, and and you're talking about Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. And I, you're right. They dealt with the, the ups, the downs. They, they had to deal with long-distance relationships. You know, Luke Cage being hunted. Um, Jessica Jones had to take them, her and her daughter over I to Canada it, yeah. because of the Civil War, um, you know, that was happening within the, mm-hmm. the Marvel Universe there in the States and protecting herself and her child. Uh, yep. So, and, you know, then uh, Luke Cage being part of the Avengers or Secret Avengers. So anyways, another power couple I think that did not get enough longevity I wanted this couple to still be together up to now. I was hoping they would have done it in the MCU is Black Panther and Storm. Yep, I knew one of us is going to one of us is going to hit those ones for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, you know, this 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 represents the black excellence and, you know, uh Valentine's Day. Mhm. He he's, he's prince king, you know, Storm or Aurora Monroe she comes from royalty herself right so she has that royal bloodline in herself the two of them represented the the best parts of that you know that culture of of Mm -hmm. and 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 bringing that message worldwide and and not you know i'm not trying to say you know it's pro-black anti-white it's it's just they were proud of who they were they carried themselves a certain way um and this is something that we didn't see before it was like you know i know it's tainted now but we, if you talk about the Cosby show, black people like the Cosby show because we've never seen ourselves represented as a doctor and a lawyer on TV with a full functioning household mm-hmm. uh, as a sitcom. That was a first. So that's just like, oh, okay, wow. And followed by other ones like Fresh Prince and so forth that opened that door, a uh, different world. Right. You know, I'm, I'm not getting into controversy with Bill Cosby. He, he was wrong. <laughs> Bill was wrong. That's it. That, that's my stand on it. I mean, wrong on so many levels, but... You know, this is what, he, you know, I'm just talking about that show. So mm-hmm. I know a little bit touchy. And if it is, I apologize for that. But what I'm trying to say is Black Panther and, you know, T'Challa and Aurora, you know, Storm from the X-Men. I thought that was a good merging. I thought I liked the idea that Storm herself was a strong character. She she came up in the streets. Her parents died, came up in the streets. She was homeless. Uh, she was getting by being like a pickpocket. She got recruited to the X-Men. 
you know, she always had a pride about her. She learned mm-hmm. to use her powers. So even before that, she was known as the goddess. She was living there in Africa and she was helping people right. with her powers, making anytime it was a drought, making it rain. They mm-hmm. paid homage to her because they seen her as a goddess because she really could initiate the, the thing that he needed the most. It was, oh, we're trying to grow crops. We can't. Oh, I'll make it rain. So that right. was, you know, she she was very noble in her, her efforts from even prior to that. They did a whole retcon showing that when, you know, T'Challa was on a kind of, let's say, a vision quest when he was a young kid, he ran into uh, Storm. Didn't even right. know, you know, because this prior X-Men and after her um, leaving the Shadow King and, and Xavier, you know, way back as a little child. So right. she's living there. And they went and they saw that relationship kind of, mer- you know, start to mature. And they went their separate ways. Of course, life drew them. They had different responsibilities. And then for the two of them to get back and say, hey, we were each other's first loves and let's we're together now. Let's go forward. It it was so easy to see these two characters together. Mm-hmm. That it's like, you almost like, why it took you so long to put these two characters together? Right. You know? And if there was, it was a cartoon that came out um, years ago, direct the DVD Avengers Next or Next Avengers, right? Yes. And, yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And this takes place in the future. So the Avengers are killed off. Um, you know, the you got like a, a, um, the, uh, the essence of Iron Man, like Tony Stark and artificial intelligence uh, raising the Avengers kids. So in that storyline, you have Captain America got together with Black Widow. They had a kid. Right. Right. And in one of them was the son of Black Panther and Storm, you know, and he's being raised secretly with the rest of these Avengers being trained to fight Ultron because Ultron finally killed off all the Avengers and they're trying to go and deal with that. I thought that was amazing that they actually went that far back then. And that's a storyline that just kind of fell to the west wayside. I mean, they kind of broke them up and let them go their separate ways. I was like, mm-hmm. why? Why? If Wolverine can be on six different, seven different teams at the same time in one month, and you know, he's on X-Men books, his own individual book, teaming up with everybody, and he's all across New York, Storm could have been still married to T'Challa. He has uh, embassies here in there in, well, in new york you know what i mean mm-hmm. going back and forth that's that's he's got a supersonic jet she's got a supersonic jet they can get back and forth and, and, and jet set back and forth and deal with whoever where they need to and it would have been nice to, you know, there was times where they teamed up and there's times right. where they're doing their things together i thought that was the power couple that should still have been together and let them have kids i wanted storm to have like kids and and go through those storylines because when I saw a glimpse of that next Avengers cartoon, I, I own it. I had bought the DVD. I thought that was so cool to see how their potential son could have been or their potential mm-hmm. daughter. You know, but I mean, it's just I'm saying son just because that's how they, they wrote that storyline. And I think that is a couple that was so easy to put together. I don't understand why they had to, why? you know, end that run. I, I He's a king. She's a queen. Perfect. Okay, let's go forward. Let's go, you know, and that wedding in the book was huge. Everyone showed up at that wedding. Even heroes that didn't even get along with each other showed up at that wedding. And then you had other heroes saying, hey, you guys can fight any day you want. Not today. Today. So you had other heroes keeping everyone else in check. You know, the Incredible Hulk was there saying, don't, don't, I know you guys don't get along. Not today. Silver Surfer showing up. Yeah, yeah. Not today. Okay. When you got that much power in one way even the villains villains who would normally say hey they're all together let's strike at the the heroes and try to get rid of them one blow yeah we're not going to go to wakanda which is a which is a a village that is a a city that has never seen defeat by any enemy invading or trying to attack them so let's let's forget that plus you got everyone loving black panther and everyone loving storm even though mutants were seen a certain way Okay, no, we're you guys, you do you. We know all the heroes are there. Um, you know what? We're not even gonna rob a bank. We're just gonna sit here and watch the wedding on TV. Yeah, yeah. I want no trouble. That weekend? Nah, nah, Dred. I'm not even trying. I want to get them upset to come catch me on Monday morning. Nah, nah. Everybody's right. no one Every, no one's working. Every villain. No working that weekend. No working that weekend. Every hero was there in Wakanda. Meaning the rest of the world was fending for yourself, and every supervillain went, "Nope, not not that weekend. No, nope. they're, they're going to call each other. 
No, no, not today. Yeah, not yeah. Today, Peter boy. Parker was there as a photographer, right? Not not as Spider Man. He's there as a photographer, you know. I, I, not that. No, no. Hell's not Kitchen, today. which is called Hell's Kitchen in New York. It, no, nope, 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 nope. Because can you picture they would that villain would have turned around, robbed a bank on a uh, on the Saturday, and the amount of heroes that would have showed up on Monday to tumble. This is what I'm saying. Monday, no, no. It would just be a polite knock at the door, open it up, and you would see three hundred heroes saying, "You really tried to rob a bank and think we wouldn't find you?" And you would have heroes from different power levels, from Daredevil to to the Silver Surfer, all outside his door, and that poor villain would be like. Okay, look, you know what? I usually I would take a couple of swings before I go down. Look, the money's there. Let me let me let me just walk my. Can I? Yeah, can can I get a jacket? Just I'm just gonna get a jacket and walk out with you. Don't worry about it. I'm not (laughs) I'm not gonna make a run. I'm just gonna go closet here and just my jacket. All right, so so where are we going? We're going to prison up fourteen. Oh yeah, I know Officer Philip here. Yeah, he knows me. I'll be right down. Let's go. That's it. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. So that let to show you the power that was behind that one. You know, there's a couple of big weddings in the Marvel universe. It was of course Spider-Man mm-hmm. MJ. Um, yeah. But 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 Black Panther and Storm. Yeah. You know, even oh, even oh. Sue and 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 Reed and Reed, Reed and Sue, but Black Panther and Storm? Yeah. Nobody. That's, that's... <laughs> no. The no. world stopped Stood the Marvel still. universe because of that. Still. Come and I don't know why they broke them up. That, that was a mistake. I think, you know, bring them back together. I liked them when Christopher Priest was writing that run and he had those mm. two together. Whoo, the adventures they had. But, you know, and I mean yeah. that in a great, cool way. So I think, I think, I think it was just be too obvious. That's a power, that like a power couple. That's a power couple. Power couple. Power. And, and, and it's going to be like, although it's already hard to beat them individually, yeah. individually, it's already, you're, you're you're breaking some good sweat. You're doing some good cardio to beat them individually. Yeah. Together? No. No. I can I, I can I, I can I unfortunately it's one of those things this would be like a, this to me would be like a repeat in the sense of early days of comics when you drawing and creating Superman. Mm-hmm. They made him to have, you know, he's super can do this, 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 right. this, this. And after a while they realized He's too powerful. There's not much we can, we can't even write this story for him, like, you know, to, to him to have at least some type of, yeah, kryptonite, yeah, but, but then that's it. That, he can fly and save cats out of a tree. He's such, he's good on all standpoints. Yeah. We're going to have to, like, so, so that would be similar in a sense, like, you know, Storm and, 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 and T'Challa. I'd be like saying, this is like, this is like, one controls, the, one has control over the elements, right. and one has technologies beyond, Anyone's level IQ and the resources of Wakanda and vibranium suits and and and, and, and okay yeah so it's, we, it's we nearly it's, it's it's a nearly giveaway but anyways but that's it so um I I would like to um bring up mm-hmm. here here's the here's the scenario okay I okay. have this particular I have this particular guy it's not a love triangle but it's a love triangle depending how you want to look at it mm-hmm. it's John Stewart. And now at this point, which way am I going? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah. So do we go with Sierra? I mean, we go to... Like, hot girl, hot girl Sierra? Or, or do Vixen. we go... Or, or Vixen. So so which which way which way do we go? Um, I know we have people... There are people who, who love both of them. And then you got people who just like, mm, I, I like the John Stewart and the hot girl relationship. And then, like, eh, about the John Stewart and the Vixen relationship, I like them both, and and I know where you, you definitely you see that type of dynamic in the in an animation, you know, in in Justice League anima- animation. Yeah. That's when you see that type of dynamic. And what I like about that, why I'm bringing John Stewart, is because you can see the relationship aspect of of. Uh, Although it's the same person, these two women do two different things to this guy. Yeah. He has two different types of emotional levels when he's with a hot girl is one way. And when he's a vixen, the name nearly speaks for itself. And that's how he is. And and it's like, it's like, bro, I, I hear you. I hear you. you, you you're torn. You're torn hard. But then... It's 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 interesting, I, and I know it's all, all love again, 
But it's, I mean, I, I just want to say that, okay, even if we touch for this for half a second, just to bring up uh, John Stewart and Hot Girls, just in case someone might be thinking, like, what about those? Okay, we're going to bring it up. We're just going to sure. talk about it. We'll just segue off whatever okay. the case may be. But okay. I like, I like John. I like John Stewart. He has that very, has a type of, uh, you know, he's a strong, he's a strong will, but he's, he's stubborn. He's stubborn as a friggin' mule. Yes, he is. He's stubborn as a friggin' mule. Yeah. And it's sometimes you just see a good thing in front of you, but this is the problem. At what time in your life, what is good for you? Hawker is good for you, and Vixen is good for you. Of course, not at the same time, but no, no, it's no. like, but, but, but he's a yeah, okay. So, and, and, and look, I, I liked, and I'm, I'm one of these people, so I liked, I liked both of them. I liked him and Vixen. I liked him and uh, Shiera, right? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But then again, I, I had issues with him and Shiera, right? Now, no. The only reason, and I'll be very frank on that, that I mm-hmm. had issues with Shiera. And we talked about this when we had our other show, or mm. you know, um, years ago. I am like really a purist on the idea of Hawkman and Hawk Girl. I like John, you know, I like uh, you know Carter Hall and Shira mm-hmm. Hall uh, when they were together. So John Stewart coming in there throws it off. I, 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 to me, that couple that will always stay there. I know they've separated them for years now, for years, but I always liked. Hawkman, Hawk Girl, or Hawk Women, how you want to, you know, Shira mm-hmm. Hall and, and Carter Hall. Um, that's, that's the couple I've always seen in my head. Now, I know they, they split them up years ago. I know when they started doing the Justice League cartoon, they never brought in Carter Hall. And when they did bring in a version of him, you know, it wasn't him when there was a Thanagarian invasion. Yes. And then they yeah. truly brought in Carter Hall in his classic outfit, like later on in Justice League Unlimited. Right. Yeah. And the shadow thief. And then you see how John Stewart was kind of retconned into their history as he's also reincarnated um, because he was a priest that she loved, you know, way back in the past when they were in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Good, good, you know, save on the storyline. And it was interesting. I was all about it. But I still like Hawkman and Hawk Girl. So, it, right. It's, it's it, that that's just because that's how I was always I was, I was introduced to that couple. Right. So seeing her date someone else. And knowing that Carter still wants her, I'm like, oh, that, that kind of, that, that hits hard, right? No, um, you know, and but I can see why, because if I have to go with it on different, and I'm pulling, you know, influences from different things, from the, the animated cartoon and the comic book. So mm-hmm. in the animated cartoon, you know, they did Carter Hall as a archaeologist, which is his identity when he comes to Earth, but he was also right. a police officer. But he, in this one, he's truly an archaeologist. Shiera, you know, was, um, you know, even in her original idea, they're both police officers, but she liked being a police officer in the comic book. He started more of the archaeologist and he kind of brought her into that, but it was really Carter's passion. She was more military minded. So I can see her going to John Stewart because John Stewart is a military, um, United States Marine Corps. That's what he was a part of before becoming a Green Lantern. So they have more of a similar background and understanding, you know, of what their passion is than maybe her and Carter. Carter's an archaeologist. She's military. John mm-hmm. Stewart's military, she's military. Okay, I can see the connections, but I really liked the fact of, you know, uh, John and uh, and Vixen, you know, just because I wanted to see Hawkman and Hawkgirl always together. Right. Now, when you read, sorry, when you watch the Batman Beyond cartoons or Justice League Unlimited and they travel in the future, mm-hmm. yeah. and Batman and Wonder Woman and, and, and John get to the future and they mm-hmm. meet, you know, of course, Batman Beyond because the guy's kind of causing time to shift. And at one point, John Stewart's standing there with Warhawk, and he's like, "Wait a minute!" He's like, "Hey, Dad, Dad." He's like, "Wait a minute! If I'm your dad, who's your mom?" And then Batman's like, "Don't ask the question." So he's like, "Isn't it obvious? I've got wings on my back." <laughs> just don't ask. Just don't ask. Let's it's like keep going. what? <laughs> Let's just and keep going. Like a little subtly. So it seems that in the long run, you know, it was John and Shiera. Now I don't know if they ended up staying together, but clearly they mm-hmm. were long. Uh, they were together long enough for them to conceive a son. You don't know what happens. He, he doesn't right. really mention it, right? But th- th- so that's 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 my thing. But it's it once again, it's interesting. It makes you talk. It makes you think. It makes you kind of say what side you're on the fence with. But that's right. the only reason is because I wanted her still to be with Hawkman, no matter totally. what. That was a couple I saw. But when she was mm-hmm. together with Hawk with uh, John Stewart, like Hawk Girl and John Stewart, mm-hmm. I was for it. Vixen and John Stewart, I was for it. As you put it. Each woman has different aspects they bring out in John. And I'm not even sure at the time if John really knew what his life plan was. I mean, he knew right. he was all about being with Shiera. 
And that was fine until it was the episode where, you know, the Thanagari invasion, that three-part episode uh, in Justice League, then they voted her. And she left saying, well, I'm going to leave before she gave them a chance to say if they're going to kick her out or keep her in the Justice League at the time. So this was the pinnacle thing between just before the Justice League went from Justice League to Justice League Unlimited, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, that switch. So she ends up leaving, right? But when she left, John was kind of left behind too. You know, John was willing to say, hey, let's do this. And then Shiera left. So since she left, she's going to say, well, John, you never came after me. But at the same time, he's like, well, I was there with you on that, you know, talking to you and you just left me there. Right. So you left me, you left the league, you left everything. I thought, what am I going to do? We're done. You know, with what we had, maybe something building. So he went on with his life and then he got with Vixen. He was very happy. And then Shiera came back and said, well, I still love you. Oh, really? (laughs) So that was that was real enough for me. I I, I like that one. That was, you know, I, I know people have different ones on their side of the fence and so forth, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's where I stand with that. Um, now now we've been talking about a lot of heroes, but yeah. bad guys need love too. I think so too. Naughty guys need love too. It's me because I'm understood. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, you know Samantha Fox. Naughty girls need love too. Full force. <laughs> If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. So being now with the bad people, let's go here with one couple. Now, this one couple, they're like passing ships in the wind. They've had multiple relationships outside of themselves. They had relationships with themselves, obviously, because they, they've got offspring. I think, I feel, I would want that if they wrote this couple together, <sighs> danger in the Marvel Universe. Danger. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. Hmm. That is, it's it's a weird couple. So here with me, Mystique and Sabretooth. Hmm. Because now let's let's connect some dots. Mystique and Sabretooth did have a relationship together, but she used her shape shifting powers to be somebody else. So Sabretooth didn't realize he was with Mystique. He just thought he was being with this one particular woman that was the government. She got pregnant, and they had a and she had a son. Named Graydon, Graydon Creed, right. right? Who started the uh, Friends for Humanity movement in the X Men books and even on the cartoon, right? Which is like a pretty much a racist group against any mutants. The reason is he was born with no powers, right? Right, no powers whatsoever. Looks like his dad, dark hair, but he's got his dad's character, that ferocious character, that you know, very cutthroat, but has no powers. And then when he finds out that his parents were both mutants. And they kind of left him to be raised as an orphan. You know, it just really made him dark. So right. that, okay, but that's, you know, and, and, and later on, you know, of course, Sabretooth finds out that it was Mystique and not this, you know, in, in, in disguise. So he didn't know. So mm-hmm. they've had this on and off. Sometimes they flirt. Sometimes they want to kill each other. Sometimes, you know, Mystique wants to kill Sabretooth. Sabretooth wants to kill Mystique. Keep in mind, I know this is a little bit of a stretch. If the two of them worked it out and got together and said, hey, Let's be together because, yes, Mystique had relationships. She was with Destiny at one point. So she was in a relationship with Destiny, and the two of them had their own relationship. And when they had their relationship, like Destiny had, you know, at one point when Destiny uh, from the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, the second uh, version of that, mm-hmm. when her and Mystique weren't together, Destiny got married. Destiny had kids. They got back together. Then they said, let's give our relationship a try. So these two ladies turned around, and then they raised um, Rogue. Because yeah. Rogue's powers that are developed, she ran away from home. They found her, they raised her, and they were taking care of her. So that was her kind of happy family. You know, prior to that, uh, you know, Mystique ages at a very slow rate, and it's probably because of her powers. So at one point, she would shape shift into different people, and she shape shifted to this one woman and uh, and married in in Germany. Uh, you know, Baron uh, Wagner. Yep. And the the Baron himself couldn't know. Well, he didn't know she was a shapeshifter. She was a mutant. He didn't know that he, he couldn't have children, right? They were trying, but he didn't know at the time. And she turned around and there was another mutant that showed up who looks like a demon. And she kind of was very infatuated with him and had a relationship with him and got pregnant. And so that 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 other mutant really is the father of Kirk Wagner, right. yeah. you know, but then said, oh, no, I'm pregnant with your child, Baron. Oh, okay, cool. Until she gave birth. And when she gave birth, that you know, Kirk came out blue a little hmm. bit furry, 
with you know three fingers you know on each hand and three toes and a tail so he was born exactly his he was like he was human looking and then when his mutant powers kicked in at the age of when he hit puberty that his look changed he he was born he was one of those few mutants that were born how he looked from day one right right you know and then of course when she gave birth a strain of it caused her to lose concentration so she reverted back to her blue skin self so this is a very mismatched family can you Mm -hmm. picture if hmm. Mystique, and, and they've been, and, and the times, they've been villains most of the times, and then there's times they've joined the X-Men as heroes, right? So can you picture Mystique and Sabretooth, get on the same page, hmm. get that relationship going, and then somehow they form another kind of Black Ops X-Men team, and let's say Rogue will join, because Rogue's got issues, you know, apparent issues, especially with Rogue, uh, with Mystique, and then they have Graydon at one point, they have to deal with Graydon, and of course Nightcrawler, because the only time they gave hint to Nightcrawler and Mystique being um, mother and son was during the storyline where Chris Claremont and John Bryant was uh, working on it, the, mm-hmm. leading up to days of future past, oh. where Katie Pride was in the future and they kind of projected her mind in the past that stopped the assassination of Robert Kelly. Um, and, 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 you know, when Kirk was fighting Mystique the first time, you know, she was in one disguise and then she turned blue and he's like, wait a minute, your features. Your, your true features, blue, the, the eyes, uh, the, the skin. It, mm-hmm. are, are we related? And she made some comment and it kind of distracted him and she ran off and it was like, oh, that was planting a seed from back then. So, and I, and I, the closest they cover that is in the X-Men cartoon at one mm-hmm. point. Yeah. You know, so I, I would love to see those two get back into a romantic relationship and say either we're both going to be good or we're both going to be bad, but we're going to do it together. Let's see what havoc we can go across. I mean, Sabretooth, I think they've downplayed him. He was the main assassin, you know, uh, in the Marvel Universe. He was supposed to be the top assassin mercenary. He gets the mm-hmm. job done. He's pretty much Wolverine with, with you know, a lot more size and, and same training and stuff like that. So that's, that's one where I say bring out the bad guys. <laughs> All right. Um, listen, I've was trying to go back and forth on someone mm-hmm. and we've kind of talked about this person just offline beforehand. And I don't know if you do, I'm sure you probably have this one. You have Zora man and Titania. <gasps> yes. Like I said, figure, I figure we would probably be crossing on this one. So listen, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, Barry brought the point about talking about the villains and the villain needs love too. Yeah, you know what? Right. They need love too. And, 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 and who else that we, I, I can think on the aspect of, Couples that love each other wholeheartedly is very rare to you find any. I mean, saying not because of the villains, but like Crusher, Crusher Keel and, and 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 Titania, they love each other. And I love how one thing I like about the the way they're written up is that it's like saying they they they're a team. You know, they're villains. They're doing their whatever the case would be. Someone's was one of them is getting themselves thrashed so badly. The other one's like, "Oh my god, my baby's not get leave whatever fight they're doing, run to the rescue of the other one." And it's like, it's like, "Oh, that's so sweet. That's so sweet." It, it is though. It, tru- it is. truly is. It's, I'm not even making jokes about it. It truly is. It, it is. And this and and what I like is that it's been long going years relationship, right? So yes. let's go back. Let's go back for half half a second here. Mm-hmm. So. We had the the Maxi the Maxi uh, series, you know, uh, Secret Wars, right? Secret mm-hmm. Wars, everyone knows. Secret Wars number eight. Spider Man gets his black costume, which that costume eventually turns out to be Venom, and that leads into the whole thing. But during mm-hmm. that time, right, it it showed a couple of things. Like one, Spider Man fighting the X Men one on one, and takes the X Men out. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so he's able to do it, and that's like you know, Colossus, Wolverine, Rogue, uh, Xavier. Cyclops, they're all Storm. They're all there, and he and 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 Nightcrawler, and he takes them all out. That's part of the storyline within the that comic book. Uh, you know, Spider-Man getting his black costume, right, which leads into Venom. Okay, that's another point. But some of the other subtle points was one: Magneto and Wasp seem to have a little bit of a fling during that series, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And Magneto was still seen as a bad guy at that point, but anti-hero was kind of changing. But the main thing is Doctor Doom was working on you know boosting the numbers for the villains and when the battle world was put together it was different places different cities 
from all over the universe for, were put together by a beyonder to form that world. And Denver, there's a town in Denver that got teleported over into that. The normal people. And you had these two friends mm-hmm. and, and, and one of them was volcano, uh, Volcana. And the other one was uh, Titania. Right. So Titania was like more of a, a bigger girl in whatever case be, but she just got tired of being pushed around all the time and she wanted to have power and, and this is that. So, you know, Dr. Doom's like, Hey, I can give you this power with this experiment. It, it can cause you pain or whatever. So he created, you know, Volcana and Titania and Titania was yeah. like, Oh yeah, I'm super strong. Who wants to fight me? And he gave her a costume and she was the muscle. She was like, ready to go. And, yeah. and just because of that, that's where that rivalry started with her and she Hulk back in secret wars, right? Drawn by Mike Zek. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then that's her first appearance that she meets Crusher Creel because when she comes out, she's got the costume. It's all black. It's got the spikes on it. She's like, oh, who wants to fight me? Who wants to fight me? And Crusher is like, hey, you know, just calm down, whatever case be. She's like, oh, you're afraid of fighting me? He goes, no, there's no reason for me to fight you. I'd rather do something else with you. And she's like, what? And then they started flirting back and forth. And that's where that attraction started from that far back up to now. They are still, and they got married, husband and wife. Yeah. Um, you know, during a fight of one's getting hurt, the other one will stop and go and and and, and not just one sided. This is the beauty of it. It's not just if you know absorbing man's getting his butt kicked that she the titanium is going to stop and jump in. Oh no, yeah, yeah. It's the I know. Same, you know because usually a lot of times like, and that's where I say like Harley Quinn and Joker. If Harley Quinn's yeah. going to be captured by Batman, Joker's like so long. <laughs> and that's that's a perfect that's a perfect segue. And you know what? They were in my mind to say as well, but it, their relationship is very. We know that relationship is very toxic, so it's, it's not toxic even really and one-sided, right? Yeah. So Joker is very self-serving in that relationship. But in what I'm saying here is, if Absorbing Man is getting his butt whooped, Titania is jumping in. If right. Titania is getting her butt whooped, Absorbing, absorbing Man is jumping Man is in. That is yes. truly, even though they're villains, that is truly the basis of a relationship. Yes. One is there to help the other one when the other one is down. Correct. No, they, he he doesn't. Does, there's there's no cheating on each other. There's no bashing each other. There's no putting down. They're not. The only bad thing about them is they're villains. They're not toxic to each other. Exactly. And I, I and I and I, what I like about it is that the writers have clearly showing that although they're villains, yes, there is there is there are people can have true love connections, have true loving relationships. Even although they're on the wrong side of the law in that sense, but they can have that. And it's perfect. It's perfect in the sense that we see that. Yes. In, 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 that, in it's written out. So you can understand and like, Clyde, oh, okay. It, it literally, it literally is a body and Clyde kind it's of It's like thing. natural born killers with Woody Harrelson and, uh, Julia Dreyfus. I mean, right. It's, it's, it's that kind of crazy, a crazy in love. Right. So yeah, yeah, that, that's who, uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. That was on my list too, man. Um, mm-hmm. So you can't go wrong with some of that. Okay, and now, and I mentioned him before, and I'm going to say this again. So you went to a love triangle. I'm going to go into a quick love triangle here, which is Spider-Man, MJ, mm-hmm. and Black mm-hmm. Cat. That's the mm-hmm. love triangle I'm going with. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> you know, Spider-Man and MJ, that one has been written so many times, and I, and I have no problems with that. And I think the best, you know, one of the storylines I enjoy with Spider-Man and MJ is it doesn't even happen in a spider-man book it it, it happens with spider girl so this takes place in the future was the m2 universe uh. right and they and they have a daughter named may which was named after his aunt may right so you know you got peter parker mary jane and then they have uh may parker named after his aunt you know and her nickname is mayday <laughs> Right, <laughs> because she's you know Mayday Parker as they call her because she'll get in trouble, but you know she's always saving the day, and this is before her powers kick in. So you know they have her. Um, so how the t- storyline mixes is in the storyline where they finally put Peter Parker and MJ get married. They go through and MJ gets married. Sorry, uh, MJ gets pregnant in the regular mm-hmm. universe, and then uh, Norman Osborn turns around, pays a nurse at the hospital because he knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man to kidnap the baby, bring the baby down to the docks, you know, give this baby to the nanny. And then the nanny takes off to parts unknown with their baby. And then they put a stillborn baby in there and tell them Jay's like, Hey, look, you know what? You had the baby, but the baby came out stillborn. We're sorry. The baby passed away. Didn't make it. So Peter and MJ don't even realize that they have a daughter daughter out there that only Norman Osborn knows where this daughter is. And they've never touched on that again. I mean, that was a cool story point, and they just kind of let it go. But in the M2 universe, they said mm-hmm. that, you know, Norman tried to do that, and he got stopped 
or he had it. I can't remember if fully, or he had a change of conscience, or, or or whatever. But you know, so they the baby, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I have to go back and get details. So if someone knows it, you can correct me or educate me on that one. But I know in the M2 universe, they raise her mm-hmm. in his, the home that he grew up in with his aunt and uncle. Of course, Aunt May is not there anymore. She's finally passed away. You know, right. Uh, finally, right? <laughs> um, and they and Peter stops being Spider Man. He has a case, or he, he's out on a, you know, and he gets into a fight. I think it's with a lizard. He ends up losing a leg. Or he gets leg, like a yeah. prosthetic leg, mm-hmm. so he he quits being Spider Man. You know, MJ has money from her modeling career, and and I think she becomes a teacher. And and Peter starts working for a forensics at the police station. Yes. Right. And they mm-hmm. raise May, but they never tell May that, oh, well, I used to be Spider-Man because the whole conversation is like, well, so far she's at a certain age, your powers haven't kicked in. So right. I guess she has to be considered a mutant because her powers kick in when she's at puberty. Like she starts to get the spider strength, the spider sense, the dexterity. It all kicks in when she's in high school. Um, and they kind of built a universe, an M2 universe around her, you know, but I like that they were together. You can see what happens. They have, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, a daughter, and then even later on, they have uh, another kid, which they named Ben. In, in that M two universe, yeah, okay, 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 in M two yeah. universe. So she has a baby brother named Ben. So he named you know his his kids after his aunt and uncle, who were very influential in his life. Mm-hmm. They raised them. I I think that's a power couple, and I think that's a storyline I would like to see more of. Where, well, let's have Peter and MJ get back together. You know well, right. where they're at currently in the universe. Uh, let them have their daughter and raise them like a true family. And and Peter, I think, would be the one that would be able to handle it and balance it better to see it from Spider-Man's point of view. He's always been based in a lot of true situations of being a mm-hmm. father, a hero, doing the right thing. But but, but I want to see him as a father. I want to see MJ right. as a mom. You know, those two all the time. Now, the other twist to that is Black Cat. When mm-hmm. he wasn't with MJ, Black Cat was all into Spider-Man. But that's the thing. She was into Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yep. Right? They they drew at different times where she said, oh, don't always keep on your mask. Keep the mystery. This, this, and that. So she liked the idea of Spider-Man, but she didn't know what that Spider-Man was, was Peter Parker. Right. So it goes back to what we said in episode the episode before that where Lois was in love in CW, was yes. in love with Clark Kent. But a lot mm-hmm. of times the comic book, they wrote her in love with Superman, not knowing that that was Clark Kent. That's the same thing they did with Black Cat. They they Correct. drew Black Cat being uh drawn to Peter, sorry, to being drawn to Spider Man. Spider Man, yeah. But not Peter Parker. And then when she finally got to realize it was Peter Parker, she was like, Oh, you're kind of plain. Okay. And then she had to kind of learn to accept it because she had to say, Well, this is what he really looks like, but he's exciting because he's Spider Man. Spider Man. Yeah. She almost had to kind of convince herself into that. But that's that's my point. I mean, I think I made my case for more Spider Man and MJ than Black Cat, but <laughs> <laughs> no, but that that's it. You know what? You're right. You bring those guys in is a is a good point because that's a a love triangle. And I always took like I have I have um I've read a, a good amount of the Marvel Universe two with May right. Mayday, yes. and definitely agree in my head. I'm, this that was like a legit way of doing a what if. Yes. I took that as a, as a legit way of doing a what if Mary, uh, Mary J and Peter future stents. Peter's no longer Spider-Man. What What is his life going to be? And yeah. I took that as a great opportunity that they were able to build on that and create that, uh, create that, that segue and just basically had a, had a, a runoff of that. So um, I agree that that would be perfect. I, nowadays, again, the MC, you know, universe one, the main the main universe it's never going to it's going to be a long time before they ever release oh, yeah. Spider-Man to be like now in the sense that Miles Morales is there yes we'll, we'll you know we'll see how it's going to be in a couple of years type of scenario right right but i will say that that's the that's the logistic i would love to see that they would release it and just say okay let's go futuristic he's a great character he's a he's a fan favorite right let's build off of that and then basically pull pull that you know you got source material right there. Pull that and build off of that. Yeah. To me, that would be a perfect. That would be a perfect one. Right on, man. Do you have anyone else on your list so far? No, I think I, I think that's. I mean, we can go back to back to back to back. But I mean, it's. I, I think right now, I think we're we're good. I think we've okay. we've hopefully we've done hopefully we've done you guys justice. Hopefully, you guys we brought you guys some good knowledge and you know give you some good insights 
on our perspective on how, how these characters are and, you know, what we like, what we like about these characters, these love, these love couples, right. and basically be able to just say, hey, the, 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 the relationship aspect of it is so real and you can basically, you can see the reason why we're drawn to it and hopefully you're drawn to the characters in the same way. Absolutely. I don't know if you got you got anything else. If you have, I'm I'm kind of good. You have anything else? You got one more? Got you got two, something? I'll, I'll do two. Okay, let's do it, man. Let's do it. Let's, right? do it. let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. So the, the last two couples on my list is uh, one that I think that stands the test of time. Uh, it, it's good. It's still seen in the in the cinematic universe too, right? On the DC mm-hmm. side, and that is Aquaman and Mira. Okay. Right, Prince Arthur. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, literally, he's King Arthur. So Aquaman and right. Mira, they got together. Um, they've retconned a couple of times, but when she was introduced, her powers were a little bit different. We all know Aquaman, he's under, you know, he, we've seen the origin movie with the, 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 the movie. We've seen this origin story in the movie. It's pretty much reminiscent of what's in the comic book. Uh, Mira, she actually comes from a different dimension, came here. Mm. Uh, and, and this is why her powers are there and different, a little bit different. She can control water. She's a fighter because you find out she was supposed to be an assassin that comes over to deal with King Arthur, or, you know, yeah, I call him King Arthur, but, you know, Aquaman. Uh, but he is, he's King Arthur. They come over and deal with Aquaman. And then she, you know, she kind of gets into the, the culture. She, she gets into him and they start dating. They get together. And then they, I love that even when he was with the Justice League, she was there supporting him. When he was doing the solar right. stuff, she was supporting him. She was there by his side. She wasn't just a damsel in distress. She was the one that saved him multiple times in his own original series. Got married. He got exiled multiple times. He gets exiled as being king because he gets overthrown. And he still kind of goes on and carries on. And there's a important storyline where she gets pregnant. They have a kid, you know, mm-hmm. Arthur Jr. And yep. then, and this is what shows the hatred of, of why he doesn't like Black Manta. Right, Black Manta is responsible for the death of his infant son, not inadvertently, totally on purpose. He kidnapped him. He 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 puts him in the trap. He gets Aquaman, Aqualad in there. He he so he uses his Arthur Junior as bait. He kills him, um, which was really dark for the time that this storyline mm-hmm. came out. And then that death was the ending of his marriage at the time, because Mira blamed you know Arthur for letting their son die right um he's like saying look it wasn't my fault i did everything i could to do it and they do different variations of it if you watch the justice league cartoon you see that's the part the storyline where he loses his hand he cuts his own hand off trying to save his son and at that Mm -hmm. time he did save his son right but that was a different storyline how it played out in the books but mira turned around and that was she was there with him for every step of the way until the death of their son and it's true that not to sound morbid but it's times where a passing of a of an infant in a marriage does end that marriage it puts a toll on the mm-hmm. marriage it changes people's um you know so they try to deal with it as best as they can they threw each other into their own kind of work doing what they had to do uh but that but i like that they actually brought them back together and right. they dealt with those feelings they dealt with he dated other people she was angry at him and then she kind of took over as queen and then she kind of got over it and when i say got over it i mean like oh, okay get over your feelings no she she talked to him and said look i didn't have she goes i know you weren't at fault but mm-hmm. I needed to direct my anger at somebody, somebody and it just yeah. came at you. Uh, that is a very real way. I'm not saying it might be the right way, but it's a real way that it's happened before. So she directed mm-hmm. all that anger and rage, disappointment. Instead of saying, well, I didn't save him. You were there. You didn't save him. I'm going to direct my anger at you, even though it wasn't you. And this is why every time you see Black Manta and Aquaman get together, uh, I think that is a lot more intense, way more mm-hmm. intense than Batman and Joker. Because, you know, I mean, Barbara Gordon only got paralyzed. Right. Right. And I'm not taking anything away from that. I'm just saying that, you know, Black Manta killed yeah. an infant child to just yeah. put it to Arthur. He didn't kill Arthur. He didn't kill Aquaman. He killed his son. So, you know, but I'm like the fact of how they wrote the relationship a little bit more. It was sometimes edgy. She was there at times. She had to, as I said, save him, but they, they brought them back together from what I'm seeing here. And, and I like it. And I want that to continue. I want that to be. You know, let them try to have another child. Let them have the mm-hmm. full, you know, I, the whole thing about having these couples together is to have that legacy go on with right. those kids. Yeah. Right. And, and, and see the next generation of heroes or villains, or maybe they just don't do either one, but just still have that dynamic. It's nice to see mm-hmm. as myself being a father 
seeing the heroes I grew up with and the villains <laughs> turn around and having their own kids and seeing how they deal with it. it. It makes it more real. So that, that was that one. Um, and then the last one I'll say is Invincible and Adam Eve. Yeah. Yeah. Invincible. You know, the cartoon Invincible, they had a book. There. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Okay. So I'm like, I'm, why does that right? Okay. Right. So I know the cartoon, it's right. only, like, you know, just very beginning. I mean, only did one season. Mm-hmm, cartoon, mm-hmm, but the mm-hmm, full mm-hmm. run of that comic book, you know, hundred plus issues. I read it beginning yeah. to end with issue zero and they've done a nice story arc with how they dated, how they stopped, how they got back together, how they had a family, how she got pregnant, how they had right. kids. Uh, and then how it ends off with a proper ending, you know, with him, the family, all the results, you know, well done with Robert Kirkman, how he did that. It, it just kept you so going. You know, similar to how Spider-Man could have been done if they would have written Spider-Man that way because there were influences there for Invincible from Spider-Man. But mm-hmm. that's that's my that, there's way more, but that that was the end of my list. All right, all right. Well, yo, that was that was a nice that was a nice ending. Like I'll definitely say Invincible and Eve. I'm here just pulling it up just for like I'm like right, yeah, because it's been it's been a uh, like you said the cartoon. I haven't I haven't got a chance to to catch up on the the comics. When the show came out, I was, you know, trying to catch up on it at that time. Yeah. So I definitely do have the comic. I mean, do I have the cartoon? I'm up to date on the, car- the cartoon, but not right. the comic. Not the comic. So, the but noting that the scene that is deeper, and I'm looking at him like thinking there's a lot of good stuff here. I'm like, okay, good. So definitely it's good to know that they actually do connect and there's something there with them. That's good. So no, I'm listening. People see it. I'm learning. We're all learning. I'm learning stuff too. This is good. This is good. So what we here for? So I'm going to say, listen, it was um, this was this was a good run. I hope you guys were able to get some good information. Hope you guys enjoyed what we were talking about and, you know, just got the vibe and how we're just like, listen, we're having fun. And we're just talking about how these characters, you know, what we like, you know, how affect us and, you know, just our thoughts on it. So I hope, you know, you guys got anything else. Like Barry said, if there's anything in there that we may have missed or, you know, if you want to just, you know, hey. Well, you see, this is like part two. There's nothing stopping him from doing a part three. Throw it in the comments below. Throw it in the comments below. Let's just talk about a couple that you know that you you know you like. You know, we might have not have mentioned. Bam. Or if we mention someone, and you have something like say, yo, you remember about that, 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 that. We can go Put deeper it on it. You just let us go know. Deeper. There's a particular couple let's you want us to go deeper on. Let us know. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in once again uh, to the Iconist Podcast. I am your one of your mm-hmm. hosts here, Barry 3D. Hey. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm DJ Rod C. Me. <laughs> this is the Iconist Podcast. Remember, spread the love. It's Black History Month. It's also the month, the month where we have, you know, the month of lovers. So we got a bit of both. Love everybody. Yeah. And on that note, remember, this whole mm-hmm. world was started with a pencil, a piece of paper, and imagination. Keep on dreaming. And love it. Yeah, yeah. Month. Here we go. Come on, let's do it. How you doing? All's good. Have yourself Saturday a good love. Yeah. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday love. Mm. When I think about you, my feelings can explain. <laughs>